0: Welcome to episode 69 for Gaming Dad 101. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and joining me today is Ricky.
1: What's going on, everybody?
0: Now, if you're brand new to Gaming Dad 101, this show goes live each and every single Wednesday on podcast services all over the world. Make sure to go ahead and rate us and subscribe so you get the episodes directly to your device. And also, by subscribing and rating us, we get more listeners. So, before we get into the show, some housekeeping. So today, I would like to announce two things that are new to Gaming Data 101. One of those things is a new segment that we're going to be introducing shortly, and it's called Gamer on the Street. Gamer on the Street, what is it, you may be asking? Essentially, you guys may have noticed a couple of days ago, I posted a video saying, hey, if you've played any of these games, please get a hold of me, I would like to talk to you well there's a reason for that the reason why I wanted to reach out to people regarding those games is because unfortunately those are games that Ricky and I are not playing uh, and chances are we will not be able to play soon So, we decided to open it up to our community. We would like to hear what you have to say about these. So, essentially, the goal is this. We're going to be posting over on our Facebook group and on our Twitter. Uh, Again, Twitter, Geek and Cast, and Facebook group, Gaming Dad 101. We're going to be posting for all the games that we're looking for Gamer on the Street reviews for. And essentially, what we're looking for is a 30-second to a minute review of the game. You basically tell us who you are, what the game was, why you liked it, and give us essentially a review of whether we should try it or not this is a way for us to give back to our community make you a part of the show and of course hear more information and hear more about great games even though we may not be able to get it because again this is gaming dad 101 and our schedules are packed so with that said we actually have our very first um, gamer on the street review and this one comes from jason a jones so let's go ahead and check out what he
2: has to say our name is jason the game I've been playing currently the most has been Metro Excess. It's very heavy resource management, ammo conservative. It is open world. There's small smaller areas we can actually open and explore. You move on to the next one. There is a mechanic for day for a day and night cycle. Day cycle there's bandits and monsters. At night there's more monsters, no bandits. So you have those different aspects. Um, overall, it in itself is a really good game. Metros hasn't really been disappointing as far as I have, but if you want that harsh viable instinct, it's there, it is resource management heavy. As far as you wanna look for scraps, ammos, chemicals, you can actually build out your own meds, build your own ammo and actually customize your gun. Like customization is actually really good on the guns. Everything else you can actually build meds as you go. Overall, it is a really good game. It does take a while to get into it, but it's worth the playthrough.
0: Alright, thank you Jason for that review on Metro Exodus. We really appreciate it and again, if you want to be a part of this new segment all you got to do is follow us over on Facebook on our group on Gaming GamingDad101 or check out our Twitter at GeekAndCast and respond to those messages when we post it because we will let you know every time that they come out. As a matter of fact any of the games that are coming out in this week's reasons why we're broke are games that we chances are going to want to review for. So, if you're interested, please reach out to us. We'll let you know what to do and what to expect and buy when we need it and will we will make sure to include you on next week's episode <laughs> that was a mouthful um, Woo! I know right all right item number two on housekeeping this week we um, on top of introducing this new segment uh, we are of course doing something extra now if you're over if you're a member of our Facebook group you should have seen the video right now if we were able to post it full disclosure we've had nothing but technical difficulties for episode 69. <laughs> It's been a mission and a half, guys. I'm not even going to (laughs) pretend. All right. So with that said, if the video came up, you'll know. If not, then we're happy to announce our YouTube videos are live, official as of today. So, yes? Thank you, Ricky. Woo-hoo! Realistically, everybody, a hands up for Ricky because he's the reason why we're able to do this. Ricky has now become our video editor uh, so that we're able to bring you this content. So thank you, Ricky, for essentially, you know, working toward that goal. We're finally able to bring this to you guys. And again, uh, we're starting things with uh, six episodes. No. For anybody watching yes. the video, I didn't I know how to count. I have a phone in my hand.
2: Six. <laughs> I know what it is.
0: Um. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. we
1: have an estimate around six episodes, which they're going to be going live uh, on Wednesday with the podcast Normal Audio Services. Um, Everything is going to stay the same. Um, After this uh, initial start, every upcoming episode is going to be on Friday for videos.
0: Yep. So once again, we have the first – well, not the first. Technically, the first six videos, they're the last – Six episodes uh, of the podcast that you can check out in video form. Essentially, all of the episodes that we kept hinting at that there was video, the video's now alive, all right? So... Now we are working to improve the video. So bear with us. You'll notice that they change in quality. There's background changes There's all sorts of things going on soon. There'll be an intro change So look forward to that, uh, but we are working to bring this to you in multiple platforms and multiple ways uh, So you guys can enjoy the content in whichever way you prefer so <laughs> Hopefully that you guys are excited for this. Let us know uh, you can do so now over at our uh, YouTube comments as well down there somewhere Right I it's know. at the bottom of this video somewhere. yeah that's how it works. So what
1: does that mean? Do We're to start saying, hey, hey, please, guys, subscribe, share this video, comment. Hey,
0: everybody, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button right there. Um, yeah, I know. I promise <laughs> not to do that, but for the record, it's over there. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or above me right here. Yeah, right that,
0: that direction, okay. right? I, I don't know my left <laughs> or right, my right on camera. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. But um, now that we're doing the housekeeping, how you been doing, Ricky? I've had, I had this massive and expansive
1: intro, um, so yeah. Um, I'm actually pretty sore this week. Um, we ended up going to a birthday party, so we it was... Uh, for those that live in Jacksonville, um, if you ever heard of Velocity, that's where I was. For those that are not part of Jacksonville, a little bit of background on Velocity, Velocity is... A place where it's just full of trampolines Um, it has foam pits I mean you it has so many obstacle course just like uh, American Ninja Warrior so I was just jumping in the trampolines doing backflips yes this my this fat person right here yes the one you're gonna see on video right now yes I'm fat was doing backflips that's right get don't don't get it wrong don't get it (laughs) twisted either Um, but yeah uh, on tidbit because you are jumping up and down it is a form of exercise so my legs my abs <laughs> my, my arm are sore the recent one even extra stores too because when i jumped into the foam pit ah, full disclosure i got stuck yeah uh-huh <laughs>
0: <clears throat> for the record ricky we talked about this <clears throat> i also went there um I'm going to say seven months back or so. It was for a birthday party, I believe. Um, actually, it was Tanner's birthday party, now that I remember. If you remember Tanner, he used to be our event coordinator, now uh, employed at BioWare. Uh, congratulations, Tanner, once again. So um, it was his birthday party, and we went, and it was the most exhausting day ever. Um,
1: so I to don't confirm, was it Tanner's birthday party or his kid's birthday party?
0: You no, know, Tanner doesn't have kids.
1: Oh hell, no. that's a hell of a birthday party then. I'm yeah, no, no, no. Now.
0: Well, you got you got to remember too. Tanner's also mid twenties, like early twenties. So okay, yeah, like that. That's an appropriate party for that age group. At our age, no, not so much. <laughs> Sadly, I know that we kind like a lot of people are going to say you're not old. Yeah, okay, that's wonderful. We we're starting to feel it. All right, we're we're in mid thirties. That's that's basically what happens. <laughs> all right, so. Essentially, we covered it earlier. We said it before. We'll say it again. Ricky, tell us the reasons why we're gonna go broke.
1: Uh, this week, we're not gonna be as broke, but we're gonna have at least two games that are pretty good. Uh, we're gonna start it off with I'm not uh, Phoenix right. If, 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 uh, yeah,
0: yeah. If, if you look at the video, you'll see at one point I'm looking down and my eyes went like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, <laughs> Phoenix right. That's exciting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have no idea. I have an addiction with this series, right? <laughs> and I had no—this one snuck up on me. I had no idea it was coming to the Switch, so I'm very surprised and very happy about it.
1: Yep, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy is coming out for the Switch, PC. I mean, I apologize, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. It came on uh, February the 21st. We also have Anthem coming out this week uh, for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then finishing it off with uh, Metro Exodus. Thank you for our boy for giving us that quick review.
0: Thank you, Jason. Thank Um, you.
1: That's right. Uh, And the game actually came out for the PC, Xbox One, and PS4.
0: Sweet. So, again, uh, anybody out there that uh, does get Anthem, uh, please go ahead and let us know your review. Uh, That is a game, I believe, Ricky, are you still getting Anthem? uh no i never pre-ordered it never pre it. and then i i am still on the fence i'm not sure if i do get it unfortunately it's not going to be for release uh so again perfect example for gamer on the street if you're interested in that please reach out to us and give us a review of that uh phoenix right definitely um if if i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna get this game <clears throat> I, I didn't even know it was coming i'm getting it chances are i'll pre-order by then i'll, I'll buy it by the end of this episode so <laughs> With all that said, and knowing the reasons why we're gonna go broke, let's go ahead and go into the news for this week. Now, last week we had a bit of a surprise from Nintendo, uh, which is why I'm wearing this shirt to honor the direct. So we had a surprise direct pretty much come out, and they covered it a lot, and it was actually a very interesting direct. And they kicked things off basically with a punch in the gut with Super Mario Maker 2. Now,
2: <clears throat>
0: a lot of people were expecting, you know, the original to be ported. There were multiple reasons why I probably couldn't, but at the same time, I think the Switch deserves A2, and I'm happy that they announced that, so I, for one, am very happy, and it's apparently releasing this year. Are you excited, Ricky?
1: Yes, I'm actually excited for some of those titles that are coming out, to be honest
0: all right man let me know which let me know which ones okay so we'll go through everything real quick if you have anything to say interrupt me because i again there was a lot to cover in the direct so uh but we'll definitely talk more on the ones that we're more interested in the box boy and box girl uh which is apparently a game with 270 stages uh i love it i want it i actually want to play this my wife saw it and she's excited about it so i cannot wait to check it out if if you haven't seen it, Ricky, definitely check that one out. Um, we got more information about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Uh, we got the character reveals of Daredevil, Luke, uh, Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones, and apparently Captain Marvel as well is going to be in it. Uh, we also got an update regarding Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, there's new DLC and a co-op mode. I'll be honest with you, uh, the minute we saw that, my wife was like, why have we not bought it yet? We jumped in, and <laughs> now I have it. Um, we played it this weekend. Very fun game. Haven't tried the DLC. We were just played the co-op. It's very interesting. I like the fact. I like the fact that you're able to do these puzzles. Realistically, you don't need two people to do these puzzles. At least not where we're at. Um, I don't know if part of the DLC is puzzles that are specific to being two players. I would love to see that come forward, but so far, a lot of fun. Highly recommended. Um, we got a release date for Bloodstained Ritual the Night. Uh, we, well, not really a date. We got more of a release window. We got Summer of 2019. So I'm expecting there's going to be another direct, possibly around April, that's going to give you more information on that. Um, then we got, honestly, one of the most addicting games that has come to Nintendo so far, Tetris 99. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you about my addiction with Tetris 99. I jumped on it the minute it was announced. I realized that was not paying attention when they announced it because I was so psyched about it and the fact that it's free. Um, didn't realize that essentially we actually needed the online pass, so I signed up for the online really? pass. Yeah, you do need it. So it is free, but it is for uh, Nintendo Switch Online members. So I ended up having to purchase that. That's fine. Honestly, it got me to purchase it. I've been holding out for a while, so I got the family plan, which worked out perfect. And I've been addicted to this game. It's essentially Battle Royale with 99 other players playing Tetris, and you can send your rows to other people and essentially mess with them. Uh, If you're watching the YouTube video right now, Ricky just pulled it up in the eShop. He's downloading it as we speak. Uh, It would be... (laughs) It would be nice if we could do, like, matchmaking or if they had, like, group tennis, Tetris or something. I don't know. Nintendo look into it because that would be awesome. Ricky, you're going to be addicted. Check it out. <laughs> I play it, Dude, I play it literally every day. I have yet to be, like, not wanting to play it. it they're quick matches. You can jump in fairly simply. And, and honestly, I jump in, play three to four matches, and do something else. Come back later, do another three to four matches, and do that. It's been wonderful. I highly recommend it. Then we also got the announcement of Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster, because apparently people still want that. Uh, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, which looks amazing. Uh, we also got a very surprise announcement of Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, coming on spring of 2019. This one caught me off guard. I was looking at, at it graphically, it doesn't seem to be, it, you know, it's not going to be up to par with PS4 and 360. I would love to see how they handle the audio. I'm, I'm curious to see if the audio that they designed and the way that it worked for PlayStation and uh, Xbox is going to work the same way for Switch. Because that's one of the best things about that game is their their use of sound and sound production was amazing. So,
1: yeah, have I'm you played it. it? No, I haven't had the chance to play it, but I, I could play it if I download it through my uh, Xbox uh, Games Pass, which I've actually been thinking about it. Um, Do it.
0: Highly I, recommend it.
1: Okay, yeah, I know you, I know that previously a lot of the recommendations for this game is you actually got to play this game with actual headphones yep. to be able to listen to all of the different um, voices and everything that's going on just to make it feel more like it's an actual game or more in your head. So I'm actually pretty interested on in how they're actually going to play that out on the Switch.
0: It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm going to love to see that. <clears throat> Definitely get it for the Xbox if you have the ability to. This is definitely worth the download, it's definitely worth the play, and honestly, it's worth the money. Like, it's one of those where, you know there's those games that you wait for them to be on a service like Games Pass, or you wait for them to be on PS Plus, or you wait for them to be on Games with Gold? This isn't one of those games that you want to wait on. Realistically, it deserves every penny of your money, and you need to check it out. Um, They also announced the release date for Deltarune February 28th, Uh, Yoshi's Crafty, joshi's crafted world received a demo highly recommend to check out that demo it's pretty awesome too <laughs> you're downloading that right now too
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: welcome to gaming dad 101 where ricky downloads stuff so um they <laughs> announced final fantasy 9 and final fantasy 7 are also coming to the switch 9 is releasing on march 26 and 7 was actually available by the end
1: of the direct so that was pretty awesome is, are you excited I'm, about them? I'm actually excited for 7 to come out. Because really? I've always, yes, I've always, I've never played it. I've never really played any Final Fantasy game. Um, I've always thought about buying it on the PS4 because mm-hmm. I know that I have the remake of it. And it's it's a lot better in graphics and everything. Yeah. Um, I, but I've always debated myself if I wanted to buy it for the original PlayStation um, for the original PlayStation, is an arm and a leg to actually find, not even just to find it, but to the price of it. It's, it's actually pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, it's in the higher double digits, um, but then now that it's coming to uh, the Switch, I am extremely excited that it's one of the games that I'm actually going to pick up. Um, it's going to be one of the retro um rpgs that i'm excited to get again because like i've spoken on this show before i'm not a big rpg person just yeah. because i never grew up with it and everything mm-hmm. so i never really paid my attention so uh it, this is the one of those that i i'm actually interested in actually picking up
0: sweet and then they did something that's amazing all right they surprised me even more all right <laughs> they came out and announced legend of zelda the Link's awakening Dude, it looks gorgeous. All right, it's still. I, I keep reading sites; that they still consider it two D. I, I don't. I think it's like two and a half D. Uh, but essentially, they did a remake uh, of the classic game, of course. And there's also the part that it's been rumored. It hasn't been confirmed yet. I think, at least not at the time of this recording. But there may be a way to play it with more than one player. And that is what draws me the most. Because even if you tell me that, yes, even if you only tell me that, oh, you can play it with one other person, I'm okay with that. Essentially, in my mind, the way this works is the exact way that they did in Pokemon Let's Go. I don't know if you got to check out the, the, the two-player function for that, but it essentially is it's treated as a ghost character where it has limited interaction so that the main player can still be the one to interact. But, for example, in terms of battle... They would still come in, take over a Pokemon, and help you battle and stuff of that nature. They would still be able to run around the world with you and do everything else with you uh, with very few limitations. But if it works that way, honestly, my wife and I played Pokemon Let's Go and loved that about it. So if they can do the same thing, I think it would be pretty sweet, and that's the way it works in my mind. So that's what I'm hoping we get to see.
1: Yeah, that'll be freaking awesome if you actually do it. Um, because I did actually get the chance to play it. Um, as the two players, so if it, to me, that actually sounds very exciting.
0: Right, like that. Yeah. That kind of is what makes the, the announcement the most exciting piece for me. It's the fact that I'll be able to enjoy it. But again, we'll be able to enjoy it with our kids. We'll be able to enjoy it with my wife. I mean, that's that's awesome. I mean, no, yeah. realistically. About a year ago, we talked about on this show on the podcast where we were looking at couch co-op games kind of disappearing, and Nintendo kind of is the one bringing them back, <clears throat> and that's what I love about it. It's they they're taking the time to develop these games that are essentially couch co-op situation for your kid. Like games for a minute became to a point where. I essentially would have to buy another PlayStation. I ended up having to get another PlayStation so that my wife and I could play certain games together. <laughs> Not everybody can do that and realistically, I don't I don't want to do that, okay? So it's one of no, for real, I don't want to spend the money on two PlayStations. But the fact that Couch Cop has disappeared and the fact that Nintendo's bringing it back is awesome. And to bring it back, to one of the one of the best franchises I've played, one of my most favorite franchises out there. That it's what it dude they they won my heart i'm they have my money they won my heart they won my money i'm
2: sorry <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it sounds uh, dopey but it's true <laughs> yes i'm gonna be broke i'm gonna be so broke ricky you laugh but this isn't a joke <laughs> all right <laughs> like damn man i don't want to be broke all right so moving on to the next article. Uh, so Activision and Blizzard, uh, after laying off a uh, whole mess of people, unfortunately, finally came out with their you know, strategy and, and their, their business call, uh, releasing all the statements and financials of last year and what their plan is for the future. Uh, and essentially, during the call, COO Cody Johnson was stated as uh, saying, quote, Diablo's development headcount will grow substantially as the team's work on several projects underway for the franchise as well as the global launch for Diablo Immortal. Investing in other Warcraft, um, sorry, end quote. Then there was a second quote later in the phone call, him discussing, quote, investing, they are investing in other Warcraft games, and that overall Blizzard's management is reinforcing its pipeline with more resources than ever before to support planned mobile titles, several PC and console releases, and WOW's continued cadence of content. So, a lot of information. I misquoted parts of it. I apologize. But essentially, there's a lot of people thinking that this leads to a rumor of of a production uh, of Diablo Four, and that there's a Diablo Two remaster. I I can see that, but of course I kind of fear with how everything got you know announced. I know that I don't know how many people are actually excited about Diablo Remo. Uh, I don't know. There's just a lot here. What do you think, Ricky? Like, do you think this leads to the rumors? Do you think the rumors have a stand? You know, like to stand in.
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I know, I know a lot of people love the Diablo franchise. So, if if they ever come out with a Diablo 2 remix, I mean, I can see people getting it. Um, Diablo Immortals. Um, and I've actually been interested in getting it, um, just you? because I've, been, yeah, because I've been uh, looking into getting uh, Diablo 3, but I know it's kind of late in the game, so I'm trying to go through all of that. No. <laughs> just, uh, it's gonna take some time and some dedications that I currently don't have at the moment, Eef. but uh, I mean, I hope they they keep a, a good and meaty staff um, to be able to develop the games that they really want to make. Um, they actually invest some actual time and not, don't do any kind of piss poor job on anything. So we'll see what the future got to offer, you know, from them.
0: All right, so we'll definitely see one of the things that I'm concerned about, and this is mainly because of all the layouts and everything, is their handling of WoW, I, I know that they're losing players, I know that, like, I know they're still printing money, and I know that they still have a very loyal fan base, but I just, I kind of fear, like, their concern is that they're stagnant, I feel like they need some major expansion or something major to kind of, like, re-energize that franchise and hopefully get them some return on their gains, and that, that's kind of what I'm concerned about, like, based on this, I, I don't necessarily feel confident, and, and I guess I'm just worried about Activision and Blizzard, mainly Blizzard, because I'm a bigger fan of Blizzard, or the Blizzard aspect of, you know, everything, but, I don't know, man, I just hope that they get out of this stump, essentially, is what it feels like. Um, moving on, we have information regarding the, uh, 2016 lawsuit against Niantic, uh, essentially, people who were who felt violated felt there were people were trespassing on their property thanks to pokemon go of course filed a lawsuit against niantic for that uh because their property were the ones coming up on the app essentially it seems that they're trying to end the lawsuit and they have come to terms or it seems that they were terms that are being proposed as to how they're going to be handling the situation moving forward as part of the settlement uh some of these, I believe they're very reasonable, so we're going to go ahead and go through them real quick. Upon complaints of nuisance, of trespass, and demands of the removal of a stop or gym, the company will make a commercially reasonable effort to resolve the complaint and communicate a resolution within 15 days. <clears throat> so that kind of targets the complaint of people saying they were taking too long to address these matters. Um... Owners of a single-family residential properties get rights of removal within 40 meters of their property, so that protects your personal home for, you know, within a 40 meter parameter. Uh, Niantic is going to maintain a database of complaints in an attempt to avoid poor placement of these virtual creatures. When Niantic's system detects a raid of more than 10 players congregating, a warning message will appear on their screens reminding them to be courteous and respectful of their surroundings. Niantic is also working with user reviews and mapping services like Google Maps to also mitigate any problems, plus maintaining a mechanism so that park authorities can request a park's hours of operation be honored. And at the company's expense, Niantic will have an independent firm audit compliance with obligations during a three-year period. It sounds like, to me, it sounds like, one, it would be great if Niantic assessed. From my understanding, this is the group that is suing Niantic. They're saying, this is our proposal. This is what we would like to see. I think they f- they're they very reasonable concerns, I think. Some of the turnaround times seem a little unrealistic, I'll be honest, with a company that size. But what do you think?
1: No, yeah, their turnaround time of 15 days, That's 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 going to be pretty tight. Um, but I, I like the idea they have behind it. they they, you can tell that they're actually listening. They're trying to mitigate all any kind of issues they they've ever had. They want to create a positive experience both to the actual gamer, plus the you know whoever whoever's being affected by the Pokestops, by, um, gyms, by location of popular Pokémons coming up. So by them taking this approach and try to work, you know, with Google Maps, parks, you know, (laughs) that way you're not violating, nobody's getting tickets, nobody's going to jail for trespassing. This is going to hopefully mitigate a lot of those issues that's been going on with uh, Pokemon Go. So I'm, I'm actually excited to see how all this fully gets implemented, see, you know, just how it actually works, having those 10-player uh, uh, congregation thing warning. Mm. So I want to see how that's going to come up. Well, that's because
0: of the complaint that there were too many people showing up in, in, in you know certain areas, and it was just a ruckus essentially. Uh, like I don't know, like if again, if you're local to Jacksonville where we're from, there's a park over in Riverside that that still to this day has a lot of people who go poke hunting in that park because apparently a lot of creatures populate there. So it's one of those where when this whole fad was massive it was basically packed full, like there was, you know, basically shoulder to shoulder essentially. So that's kind of what they're trying to do, but I mean, is that, I don't know how much more they can do. I mean, even the I mean, warning seems kind of, is the warning really going to do anything? I mean, how many times, there's people who smoke in front of no smoking signs, There's people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those, like, is it actually going to do something? And And that's kind of what I'm like, well, should we hold them accountable for that?
1: I mean, one of the things that they can do is not only issue the warning, but, again, I don't know how much technology they would have to invest behind this or how much coding it's going to have to uh, take take to do something like this, but if you start getting uh, X amount of uh, players congregating in one area, just like they're saying 10 players, um, after a certain period of time, if they can start limiting the pokemons that actually start generating in those areas so you know that, what? that way that would
0: make more sense
1: exactly so that way you start removing those players okay you're here for let's say two minutes you've caught plenty of pokemons okay let's start reducing the pokemon that are populating here and just start moving them like down the street or something that way you're eliminating that crowd because obviously nobody's going to stand there for if no, there if nothing is appearing
0: that would be so. interesting if they could do that. I mean, you got to think that they have some way of tracking that, then therefore be able to put some systems in place. But like you said, it's a matter of resources, it's a matter of time. Is it something that they're going to be able to do and is also you know fiscally possible? So that'd be interesting. I would like to see. I would like to see what the rebuttal from Niantic is going to be. And then the last article of the week that we're going to discuss is, uh, essentially, the Minnesota Science Museum has a new exhibit that's starting, well, that just started, actually, this last Saturday, the 16th, for 1995 for adults and 1495 for kids uh, age 4 to 12. Of course, because of this show, there was no way we could not have mentioned this. But not only that, (laughs) no, uh, did you read into it entirely? Like, did you see all the games that are there?
1: I saw some of them. I didn't get to read the whole article. Um, but it's it really it's all the arcade games from back in the day.
0: Dude, I mean, it's, it's like create. history of games essentially. It's it's, it's yeah. freaking awesome. I it should be a permanent thing, and I <laughs> promise you, people would go. I mean, they're gonna have multiple arcades. They're gonna have look, games like Tempest, My, uh, Missile Command, Asteroids, Centipede. Defender, Robotron 2084, Scrabble, uh, Tower of Draga, Donkey Kong, Elevator Action, uh, Space Invaders, Gunfight, Pac-Man, GB, the Saga Rally Championship, I don't know which one that is, Uh, Res, Lumines, Child of Eden, Frequency, Amplitude, Rock Band 4, I don't know why they picked 4 specifically, Uh, Warcraft 3, Frozen (laughs) Throne, which is awesome, that is also one thing I'm excited about Blizzard doing, apparently they're coming out with more Warcraft, that, good by me, Um, Diablo 3, (laughs) Ico, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, Dungeon Keeper, Fable Three, Altered Beast, Fantasy Star, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe—like, dude, they're they're awesome <laughs> games, all right. That's basically yep. what I'm trying to tell you. It's awesome, and I—it sucks that we don't live in Minnesota. I wish we lived in Minnesota, but you have no idea how bad I can't. Like, I, mean, I, I need to. I, if I could afford tickets, I would fly myself to Minnesota right now.
1: Let's do. I mean, we can save. I mean, let's 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 plan a long weekend. let drive. Hey, I can take the first 12 hours. You can drive the next 12 hours. That's 24 hours of driving right there.
0: Is it 24 hours away? I'd be interested to know. I don't
1: know. I'm just looking it up at this I'm point. I'm going to
0: look at the addresses. Before we're finished. Well, after the episode, <laughs> we'll look it up. I'm curious now. <laughs> All right. So now, if you're new to the show, each and every single week, we also have a segment called uh, oh, Wow, the cheat Code parenting cheat code of the week. Sorry, guys, if
1: you' wholesome if you're this show, you know we you had still a lot of technical hard. difficulties.
0: We are recording <laughs> we are literally recording about three hours later than than I normally do, and I've mentioned on the show before how early I wake up so yes i I'm spent. I apologize in advance, and I realize that you know this is the we're announcing all this stuff. I'm super exhausted. i apologize <laughs>
2: yeah
0: it it took know, a lot of work to awesome. get all this stuff rolling. <laughs> so this week's cheat code actually comes from one of our listeners and friend of the show and personal friend uh uh, oh my god now i can't pronounce his last name
1: (laughs) garrett Uh, schneider
0: garrett schneider Schneider. i apologize garrett um again i'm really tired but once again thank you for the help (laughs) Once again, thank you for the cheat code. Thank you for everything, for being a listener, for being a friend. Uh, His cheat code is called enthusiasm. And he says figure out a way to get them excited about whatever you want to teach them. My example is, I've been potty training my two-and-a-half-year-old. He, as most, isn't excited and doesn't care to learn. I mean, someone doesn't always clean up after you in life, and it's time he learns. So we devised ways to keep him interested and excited. We started with treats or M&Ms. That was a great start. Every time he would finish and actually use it, he stood up, cheered for himself, and yelled, I did it, and, well, this wore off quickly which unfortunately happened to us as well during our potty training uh, with JC. So then uh, the mother, his mother, essentially got a potty watch. And apparently the watch basically is a timer that goes off every 30, 60, or 90 minutes to basically remind them, hey, you need to go to the restroom. So with that said, great advice, Garrett. Again, I tried the treats. It did not work for us when we did a potty training with JC. Uh, basically the same thing. He was very excited at first, but then it became something where he was just just excited for the treat, and that was it. He didn't care about going potty or any of that stuff. And then, essentially, we tried the watch as well. He wore it for 15 minutes, then lost complete interest. So that sadly (laughs) did not work for me, but I know it works for other people. Since we're on topic, did you you have difficulties? How did it go for you? Because
1: um honestly Um, my daughter picked it up pretty quickly um she really didn't give us a hard time um now with the second one we are in the process of uh, potty training um she sees my daughter every single time she's gonna go take a bath um the oldest always has to use the restroom and now the youngest one is seeing her do the same thing so she now wants to copy exactly what she wants you know what her older sister's doing So as soon as my oldest one is taking her clothes off and everything to go jump on the tub, the little one is doing the same thing. She's taking on her clothes. She's taking on her diaper and everything. She sees her sister sit on the toilet. Once her sister's out, she's actually even sometimes pushing her older sister, like, get out of the toilet and get out of the toilet. My turn to actually (laughs) sit down for like two seconds and then um that is the beauty
0: of older siblings they they become that yeah. role model and they essentially push that drive and there's a lot of things that jc at his age shouldn't be doing or shouldn't do but he does them because he's seen his big brother do and he just wants to emulate it essentially so it it's a great motivator and definitely again enthusiasm is really the key and that's kind of why mm-hmm. the older brothers and the older their sisters have that impact is you know, they, they're they just doing it, and they're excited about it. They're just playing around, and they see it as a game. So it just kind of takes off that way. So great advice. Thank you very much, Garrett, uh, for that. And I can't pronounce your last name. I'll just prove it. Schneider. So <laughs> once again, I'm, I am am so sorry. It's It's been a long day uh, for me. So once again, uh, before we leave, Ricky, is there anything that you would like to plug, anything you would like to recommend?
1: Um, I just want to recommend our videos once yep. more, uh, go ahead and plug that in. Um, it is something that we've been working on, you know, like Chris mentioned we're earlier, still working on, um, we're working on it. Uh, the first, uh, I believe two, three episodes, um, have normal backgrounds. So, I mean, you'll see it. Uh, and then slowly we're upgrading everything. Um, if there's something that you want us again that you want us to start doing something within the show just like we're doing now with uh, data on the street, you know Those are things that we want to implement into the show just to make it more fun for you We want to involve you guys more into what we do every day um, so again send us ideas um, If you're playing a video game and you want to share with us and let us know again 30 minutes or 30 seconds to a minute video send it straight over to us. Yep. Um, uh, what else? Any suggestions in generals that you want to do? Just go ahead and uh, send us the information. Again, we're here to listen. We're here to improve. I mean, we want you guys to have a good a good time.
0: And we're here to engage um, with you. Realistically, <clears throat> like that. Yeah. That's the big part. We we do this for fun. We do this as, as, as our passion, as a passion project, and we're happy to, to do it for everybody. And we hope that you guys enjoy it. And we want to make friends with our listeners. We want to you know hang mm-hmm. out. We want to play games. We want to talk about games, which is why we made the Facebook group. It's why we've we've had the Discord sadly we're not great at discord i'm not even going to pretend i'm not even going to find It's something that we need to improve and it's 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 also one of those cases where realistically if you're if you're somebody out there for example we, we're going to be looking for moderators for the facebook group to get more activity in the facebook group and things of that nature but if you're a member of the facebook group right now go ahead and share that with your friends on facebook share that and everybody hey whoever wants to join and Put it out there, and that's how we get more listeners. That's how we grow the show, and that's how we become a bigger community, which is essentially what we're looking for. We just want a big group of friends to hang out with and play video games and talk about video games. So, again, thank you so much for checking out this very troublesome episode 69. It was so. If you've noticed, it was so troublesome, we have not made a joke about the fact that this is episode 69. So that should give you a hint as to what a day we've had. So once again, though, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. Remember that Gaming Dad goes live each and every single Wednesday on Podcast Services Everywhere. And as of today, each and every single Friday on YouTube as a video. (laughs) Thank you once again for checking us out, guys. Make sure to follow us over on our social media at Cast on Twitter. You can follow me at Zen. That's right down here underneath my name. You can see it now on the YouTube. And then you can follow Ricky at uh, PickyGamerDad. That's also right underneath his name right there. So go ahead and check that out. You can check out our website at GeekNCast. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Facebook group is down here as well somewhere underneath. Um, we're learning this. <laughs>
1: Ah, it's you, that we are, That not on, I don't
0: It's know. somewhere and everywhere, but nowhere at the same time. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us this week, everybody. We'll see you next Wednesday.
1: Luego.